Many of you have loved ones that are about to die. Some are in hospice care. Some are very old to suffering from chronic diseases. And they're going to die. They're about to die. No one lives forever anyway, so don't be surprised that we die. But some of us, our death is more imminent than others. And they're about to die. You know it. They know it. And you're having a hard time accepting it. They don't have much time. And you've done a lot to prepare them for the end of their life, but you've done nothing to prepare them for after their life. Because you don't really believe it. You think it's a fairy tale. It's a comic book, which is why you spent all your energy saving up for your ranch or your Costa Rica retirement beach house or your boat or your permanent RV in the Arizona desert. You spend a lot of time for that senior living resort you live in in Florida. But none of you have prepared yourselves for what's coming after. You think it's it. You think it's over. You think this is all life was about, getting all you can, canning all you get, and living your last few days in some senior living resort, playing bingo and golf and events and parties. You call it retirement. You're done. And you've lived long enough, which isn't long at all, but long enough to think you know it enough that you don't need God. Because for you, God is a fake preacher, a fake priest, a fake pastor, a fake rabbi. God's a television evangelist. God is, is, a, is a reason for war and tragedy. You don't really follow God. You follow a religious club. You don't really believe in him. You don't live like, you never lived like you believed in him. All of your energy goes to your job, goes to your work, goes to your stock portfolio, your real estate. You don't care about God. Other than it's a nice write-off for your business and for your money at the end of the year to put on your tax form. It's a great write-off. It's a great tax shelter. Or a conscious appeaser to make you feel good about your wickedness makes you feel good about the fact that you gave to some charity, some religious organization while you're sleeping with a woman that you're not married to, violating it, no marriage. While you're getting drunk and getting high. Yeah, makes you feel good, doesn't it? It appeases your conscience. So you become your own redemption, by the way. You don't need God, you're right. All I gotta do is give a few dollars, show up a few weeks of the year, go to a few services on the high holy days, the festivals, help a rabbi here and there, help a pastor here and there, help an old lady across the street, give, I'm a good guy. You're going to bust hell wide open. You're not a good guy. And if it was your kind of righteousness and goodness, then what was the purpose of Moses and Sinai with the Torah? What was the purpose of Jesus on the cross? What was the purpose of the prophets who died preaching the gospel, being stoned, mocked, imprisoned, 
sawed to death, fed to lions. What was the purpose of all of this? Of doing righteousness? Was it all in vain? You're about to find out because you are about to die or your loved one is. And you have yet hardened your heart. You have yet to repent, but you don't care. Why waste yourself on your last dying breath, feeling guilty about the fact that you've rejected God all those years, smoking your cigars and playing golf, going to your strip clubs and your resorts and your desert festivals and your vacations in the Bahamas. Why? Why waste my time, my last few time on the earth, reminiscing about the fact that I've never really given God my life. I've been a hypocrite, if, if that at all. Maybe I wasn't even a hypocrite. I just didn't acknowledge that he existed. I denied him. But you are about to find out the hard way, the last way. And there's no way out for you. But you're not going to pray with them, are you? No, because you see, they've been so stubborn, so hard-hearted for so long, that heart is impenetrable. You don't wait until your last breath and then think you're going to get in those pearly gates, do you? You think that's the way it works? You think you can play games and trick God, scheme him out of his own judgment and reward? Really? Wait until that very last breath. Oh, God, forgive me. I believe you. I love you. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, no, no, beloved. But you're okay with that which is why you don't minister to your children, you don't minister to your wife, you don't minister to your neighbors, you don't minister to your co-workers, your boss or your employees. You're going to bust hell wide open and you're going to let people that you love lead the way. I wouldn't let another second pass by that you don't go to their bedside right now, pick up that phone and call them. Right now, send them an email. Right now, text them. Right now, get on that bike, get on that motorcycle, get on that plane or get on that train and get your butt before they breathe that last breath. Grab their hand, look at them in the eye, take that makeup off your face or that wig or whatever else you're wearing that could distract them. You don't need a cross in your hand. You don't need a kippah. You don't need a menorah. You don't need a tallit. You don't need a tefilling. You don't need beads, rosaries or any other kind. Go by their bedside right now. Call them right now and tell them, please don't die without repenting of your sin. Please don't die without acknowledging that God is your Savior and your Lord. But make it sincere because he'll know if you don't believe it. He'll know if you don't accept it. Do you not believe it? Can you not see that God loves you, that it is your soul that is eternal and not this body wasting here with tubes through your body and an oxygen tank and a tent and all of this medicine and machines beeping and everything around you. No, this was not your purpose. This was the test. The earth was your test. You failed your test. But it doesn't have to end like this. You can have rest. Would you repent? Would you repent? Would you apologize? Would you tell God you're sorry? That you spent all of these years feeding your flesh, making money, deceiving people, tricking people, feeding your belly, 
building things that will decay, that will rot, that will lose their value, that can be stolen while you ignored your eternal soul that he owns. Can you not say that? Can you repent? Can you accept the Lord's grace and his mercy? Ask him right now. Talk to him in your own words. And if you can't speak, if you can hear me while you're in that semi-comatose drug state, pray in your heart and your soul to God. Even if your lips can't move, your soul can, your mind before you lose mind, before you lose your consciousness, before that last pump of blood and breath. Please, please, Father, please, Mother, please, brother, please, sister, please, son, please, daughter, please, friend, please repent now before your last breath. Adonai Hinemi Shema Tefilati Vehish Tamesh B.
Let me. 